everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is I Want to Be With You by Chloe Moriondo. Hello, welcome back to the show. Uh, we are back here today with a typical song episode and I am very excited about that. One while I have you here, happy Pride Month. Today the song is by Chloe Moriando who identifies as queer so I thought it was really fitting to do a song by a queer artist in the month of June and we've covered a lot of artists on the show that are queer themselves so happy Pride Month and I'm excited to get to the song for today. Before we do that we got to talk about some news Um, BTS announced a hiatus. They are going on break to work on their solo careers. I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. Look, if a band says they're going on hiatus, that means they're done. (laughs) They're broken up. K-pop though is a world that I truly don't understand though, so maybe when they say a hiatus they truly mean it. I know a lot of them had solo songs and careers while they were in BTS And I can't imagine how busy their schedules must be. Hope all seven of them take a nice break, write some good music, and come back to us with some pop and jams. It's very interesting that they announced this hiatus right after they released a new album full of demo songs. Who knows what's going on in their brain. Maggie Rogers announced the Surrender tracklist that comes out on July 29th. So cute, it's fun. The first song off the album is Overdrive, and I believe that every artist needs a song called Overdrive because I feel like that title is used so often. But all the song titles look interesting. I'm excited. I love That's Where I Am. I love Want Want. So it's going to be a good album. And we also need to talk about Running Up That Hill. So a couple of weeks ago, I definitely talked about Stranger Things and music and all that jazz. But it's just so funny to me that Running Up That Hill is still in the top 10 Billboard charts and how it's just blown up and people all of a sudden love the song. It's funny, I'm not going to say like I'm a hipster or anything. I don't really listen to a lot of 80s music, but my friends and I love Kate Bush for some reason. We always have. So it's weird now that everyone loves her because it felt like something me and my friends just enjoyed by ourselves, but I'm glad she's getting love. She's a cool artist. Now we need to get a little serious because we need to talk about this Lizzo thing that happened past couple weeks. So Lizzo released a new song called Girls, spelled G-R-R-L-S, by the way. It's a great Lizzo song about having your girls back, hanging out with your girls, right? But she used a word in the song that a lot of people in the disability community called her out for. I'm not sure if I should say it here, so I won't. If you want more information on it, you can go look it up. But this word has been used as a slur towards people in the disability community. And so a lot of people said Lizzo, Please take this out of your song. Apologize for, you know, all the stuff holding her accountable. And this is surprising, but she did. She held herself accountable. She wrote an apology saying that she never intends to exclude people to use harmful words because she's been called harmful words herself. And she said that she has taken the word out of the song. It was almost like a week after she was called out for it. She changed everything, and I'm sure it takes, like, time to change the song and stuff like that, which is why, but it just shows how easy it is for artists and for any one of us to take accountability and change, because you may not have known that it was a slur. I mean, I honestly didn't either, and so I was informed in this situation as well. I really commend 
Lizzo for doing that and for taking that accountability. But now it seems like on TikTok, people are questioning why she was even held accountable in the first place. They're questioning if the word is a slur, if it isn't a slur. They're questioning why Lizzo was attacked. And I think these are all valid points, but I think the main thing that we should focus on is a certain community felt attacked and they felt harmed by someone like Lizzo who is all about inclusivity and supporting others and standing up for the little guy. So they made it known and Lizzo herself changed it. And the song didn't lose anything from it. It's still a great song. So I think what we should take away here is that action was made and how easy it is to take action and how easy it was for her to just change one word. Yeah, it's been an exciting year for music, I would say. It could just be because I'm finally now in my pop phase and accepting pop music, that I love pop music and stuff like that. But I feel like the years 2021 and 2022 have been phenomenal years for pop music and music in general. Like even indie and indie rock music is doing great this year. And especially because there's a lot of exciting things yet to come in music. So let us get into it today. Chloe Moriando is a young indie pop artist. She's released a couple albums, one with the label, one independently that we will get to in a minute. So the info about them is kind of limited, but let's get into the artist info and get to know a little bit more about Miss Chloe. Chloe Moriando was born on September 29th, 2002. I feel so old. When artists start getting younger than me and significantly younger than me, that's that's why I know I'm old. They are an American singer-songwriter raised in Detroit, Michigan, grew up in a very music-loving household. Parents played music, taught her how to play music. They got their start on YouTube when she did a ukulele cover of songs. Moriando identifies themselves as an internet kid because they literally grew up on the internet. They also identify as non-binary-ish, saying they're, quote, just a girl, and feel empowered in their androgyny, and they also don't really label their sexuality, but most of their songs are about women. With a shaved head, Moriando is a queer icon in the sense that they don't try to hide who they are, and in fact, they embrace it, and a lot of their songs are about women, and they're very explicitly about women. So she self-released her first studio album, Rabbit Hearted, in 2018, which had more of a folky acoustic vibe to it. And then their first major AEP came out called Spirit Orb in 2020. And it wasn't until August of 2020 that they were signed to Fueled by Ramen and released their second album, Blood Bunny, in 2021, which I tweeted about earlier because it's taken me this long to listen to it. And the song today is on this album, but oh my gosh, did it take me back to the 2000s pop punk scene. The singles on this album are I Want to Be With You, Girl on TV, and one of my other favorites, Body Bag, that they performed on Jimmy Kimmel as their late night debut. Moriando's takeaway from Blood Bunny is for listeners to be inspired to do what they want. She wanted the album to be danceable and something to rock out to or to scream with. So a lot of their influences are pop punk, including Simple Plan, Blink-182, Beach Bunny, and Paramore. And all of these are referenced in their song, Favorite Band, where my personal favorite line of the whole song is, 
we're hanging out again. I'm wondering what I came here for when I could be at home with my headphones and Paramore. And I hate to say it, but to me, your taste isn't good and Haley just gets me the way you never did. I would agree with that, Chloe. Haley does just get us in the way that no one else ever will. So while they've written a lot of softer music, including from their first album, pop punk really is the style that Moriando identifies with. And it is the style of the song today, I Want to Be With You. So the song today it's very simple, straightforward lyrics, straightforward beat and guitar. The song is about being frustrated with the relationship and wanting more. This idea of teenage angst. And the main reason I have this song on repeat is mainly just because of the beat drops that are throughout the song that are heavy with guitar and that are heavy with a drum beat. And they just make you kind of want to rock out to them. And like I've said before, it really takes me back to like my pop punk years. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant here, but I was talking about this with someone, but indie pop today to me is very interesting and here's why. So yes, a lot of these younger artists are writing these songs that are very poppy. Pop lyrics, pop style, maybe more synth and things like that, so it's not real instruments being played or recorded, but there's an edginess to it. Olivia Rodrigo is a perfect example of this edginess. When I say Olivia Rodrigo, you were definitely thinking of a pop artist, but I would argue that she is on some kind of lines of a pop punk artist, especially with her song Brutal and Good For You. But she is a good example because she has these pop songs, but there's something edgier about them. There's something more rock and roll about them. Deja Vu is a great example of that kind of like rock and roll influence. There's guitar as well as there's a pop beat and that just kind of meshes really well together to create this indie pop sound. Like if you look up on the indie pop playlist on Spotify, I guarantee that you will hear a lot more electric guitars than you think you will and a lot more rock influence than you think. And it's very interesting that we have like these younger artists coming into the scene and playing pop music with a rockier edge. And it's something that I really enjoy listening to, especially because it combines my love of pop music and my love of rock music and some punk music into one. And this song does that perfectly. It's definitely more pop punk than some of the other songs off of her album, Blood Bunny, but it is still good. And it's very interesting to think about Paramore as being an influence for Chloe Moriando because growing up, I guess Paramore never seemed to me as a band that was making influences, right? Because they were on the scene. But now that they're older, that Haley Williams is a lot older now, it's awesome to see these younger artists like Jose Moriando, Olivia Rodrigo, having influence from Paramore and kind of bringing back pop punk. And they're bringing it back in a way more inclusive way than it ever was. Like I know there's probably some white male bands playing pop punk right now, but it's these young women that are finally taking pop punk and making it their scene in 2022 and it's very exciting and it's very fun so let's get into I want to be with you and talk about this pop punk feel. So the lyrics of this song aren't deep but sometimes you don't need the lyrics to be deep you just need them to tell you how you feel. So the opening guitar to it sounds very 2000s punk. It sets the tone for the song. It gives us this chord progression of the song that doesn't really change. It's very much just three chords kind of going back and forth hence that punk vibe but it works for the song because the song is supposed to be about this teenage angst. Chloe Moriando sings swimming in my t-shirts 
No matter the weather, say what you mean, I want to be with you. I see you in the water, straps on your glasses. Say what you mean, I want to be with you. So clearly we're setting up a scene, swimming in my t-shirts, no matter the weather. I kind of get this vibe as like Chloe wearing bigger t-shirts all the time, no matter what the weather is outside. I see you in the water, straps on your glasses. Chloe and this other girl are hanging out together, and Chloe is asking her to just say what you mean, because I want to be with you. So throughout this whole verse, it's pretty stripped bare. It's just Chloe and the guitar. And then we get into the pre-chorus. It's the same chords. It's the same guitar sound. I can't take it. All I want's right in front of me. I can't fake this. Say what you mean. I want to be with you. So Chloe's being very obvious now that all that they want is right in front of her. It is this person. They can't fake it. They can't take the emotions they're feeling. And that is then shown in the song as Chloe builds up emotion in her singing. So she's saying this, I can't take it. I can't fake this. Say what you mean. And then on the I want to be with you, it's the highest in the melody. She screams it out. And this is where we get the big guitar sound. We finally get this big beat drop that I was talking about. Heavy guitar, heavy bass, heavy drum beat. And it's basically what the chorus will sound like, but Chloe doesn't sing the chorus quite yet. She teases us by screaming, I wanna be with you. And then we get this big sound here, a little bit of a guitar solo, and then that all shuts out. And we go into verse two. And it's that same, just one guitar in Chloe, no drum beat, same progression. Chloe sings, I know my shit's weird and I live in the suburbs and it's almost unnatural how lame I act around you. Give me a chance to say what I mean. Please do the same. I want to be with you. So now Chloe's almost like begging and almost trying to advertise themselves as something good and something that this person would want. Like, I know I'm weird, I live in the suburbs, and I'm lame around you, but just give me a chance. I'm saying what I mean right now, and I want you to do the same. I want to be with you. And I want to be with you is obviously the title of the song, and that's really kind of what drives the entire song, is we're constantly building to Chloe Moriando singing, I want to be with you. And we finally get to the chorus of the song. Everything musically builds to this. That big guitar and drum beat drop is right here. We get some melodic change as well. It's not just two chords that we're going back and forth with. We get like a fourth chord and they're singing the melody and it sounds like Chloe's just begging, begging. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. And the melody of it is super catchy. It's super easy to sing along to. And it's definitely made for it to sound like Chloe's kind of like scream begging, I want to be with you. And the repetition, obviously, of saying this is Chloe driving on this point that she wants something more out of this relationship. So we'll talk about Chloe's singing style right now because it honestly is so strong for them being so young. And it sounds like cursive singing with a stronger belt. Like, if you told me this was a 19-year-old or 18-year-old as they were recording this singing, probably wouldn't believe you. Definitely their voice is high and sounds youthful once you understand what age she actually is, but their voice is very strong and it sounds like that they've been singing for a while. And since they grew up in a very musical household, I definitely believe that they have been singing their whole life. I mean, she started on YouTube singing ukulele covers of songs, so... Definitely been building this kind of artistry. And then once you realize her age and you listen to her sing, you're like, oh, okay, this does kind of sound like young adult. Their pitch is a little bit higher, a little bit nasalier, but still amazing how strong their voice is and how strong they can belt 
for only being 19. Like, can younger people stop being more talented than me? Thank you. So then after this, we go into the third verse, which is kind of the final verse of the song. We kind of start slowly, like, thinking about the song maybe ending here, which is interesting because this is the only verse with a drum beat, and we get a little doom, doom, doom to lead us into this verse where Chloe sings, you shut my mouth and you buckle my knees. My princess, please, you know it's all I want to do. So I'll get over my head and I'll make my bed because darling, you're the one and fuck, I want you. Because darling, you're the one, you know I want you. You know that you're the one. And then it goes into the chorus. So let's break this verse down a little bit. You shut my mouth and you buckle my knees. My princess, please. I love that line. I love that they're calling her a princess. They're saying like how weak this person makes Chloe feel. And because they make her feel so weak, Chloe goes, you know what, I'll just make my bed because darling, you're the one and I want you. I'll get over all these thoughts in my head and I'll get to action because I want to be with you. And after the second verse, that's a little bit more upbeat because we have a beat. We get taken straight back into the chorus where Chloe repeats, I want to be with you over and over again, really hearkening on this fact that she wants to be with this girl so bad. And before we got to this third verse, I kept referring to the love interest in this song as a girl, mainly because Chloe sings my princess please and I knew that was coming. Normally I don't like to assume the gender of a love interest in a song, especially when I do these podcasts, but Chloe has stated multiple times how most if not all of her songs about love are about women and then she calls the love interest in this song a princess, so I just kind of put two and two together on that one. But yeah, we get this chorus, I want to be with you. It's the loudest one yet. It's the longest one yet. It's that same pop punk 2000s feel, strong guitar, strong drum beat. This just like the chorus just perfectly explains the mood of the song. Just Chloe screaming over and over again that I want to be with you in such an angsty teen kind of a way. And then it gets stripped down back into that single guitar and she sings one last time and fuck I want you. Kind of like in desperation, like I just want you. And then the song just kind of ends abruptly there. Did Chloe and this relationship ever work out? We'll never know. I need to know. But this song is just very much a perfect teen angst kind of song. And like I said before, I just really enjoy the beat of it, the strong drum beat of it. When the beat drops do happen, it's fun to nod your head to, to bang your head to. And Chloe Moriando is going on tour. I'm strongly debating seeing them in Austin, but I haven't decided yet. I definitely really like their music. They're playing at Mohawk, so maybe I should go. Maybe after this episode, it'll inspire me to go. Because I think it would be fun to see this song live and all of their other songs that I really do enjoy. But like I said on my little rant, I am super excited with young generation of pop musicians. And I went a little bit on a rant about this when I talked about Olivia Rodrigo in the very first episode of this podcast, which if you haven't listened to, you should go listen to. It's really short and I didn't really know what I was doing, but it's fun anyway. Yeah, but I've said this a lot about young artists and I love how young artists are just thriving in music right now and feel like they can express themselves and they reach a younger audience in this way and there being such good influences on younger audiences as well. Mariondo is a great example as being openly themselves and queer and Like when I was their age or maybe younger, women weren't writing songs about other women unless you were Hailey Kiyoko and even that was kind of groundbreaking. And so it's so awesome to see that teenagers 
and young adults can have young artists to look up to who maybe are feeling the same way that they're feeling. And Chloe Miranda is a great example of that. Olivia Rodrigo is a great example of that. Billie Eilish is a great example of that. Those are the mainstreams, but there's plenty more. And I'll say it again. I love it that she cusses in this song pretty explicitly. And I love that younger women are cussing more in their songs because back in my day, young Katy Perry, young Gaga, they were not saying the F-bomb. Heck, young Disney stars were not allowed to say the F-bomb at all. So it's great that they're able to really express themselves and not be ashamed of the music that they make. And I really don't see the big deal about cuss words in music anyway. I mean, people say them. They put a stronger emphasis on your emotions than just saying, oh yeah, I want you. Oh fuck, I want you. It's, there's a little bit more of an emphasis on the wanting part there that you really need in an angsty song. You can't be angry and not cuss. But that's just my humble opinion. If this is your first time hearing about Chloe Moriando, I would highly suggest going and listening to Blood Bunny, especially if you were a pop punk emo kid like I was back in the day. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's definitely more poppy than your stereotypical pop punk, but it's still very good and is still edgy on the rock side of things. Chloe Moriando is also one of those artists that kind of drop singles every now and again, so be on the lookout for new music from them. I'm sure we may get some. And... Yeah, maybe I should go see them on tour. The teenage angst, pop punk guitar, and queer longing is why I want to be with you is my song of the week. another episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on most podcast platforms. If you want to keep up with the podcast, check out my Twitter and Instagram linked below and check out the Song of the Week playlist that I update with each new song covered. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music and don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye!